man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of tram sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind, give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me, I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas, I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas, I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas, I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas, I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live. The live recording of the podcast every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central or 24 7, 365 on, on, your, on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find them at our new website, theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Yes. <clears throat> so, this show is brought to you by our friends at McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. And uh, we'll tell you more about them in a minute. My name is TJ Greeny. And in the bunkhouse with me now is Cody Ryan. Good morning. And I'll go ahead and tell you, with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. Yeah, that's McBride's Guns, like TJ was saying. They're Austin's family-owned and operated full-service uh, firearm dealer. You know they got a gunsmith right there on site if you need anything. If you need your scope tightened up like beefsteak needs <laughs> uh, year after year, uh, just go see our friends at McBride's. They've been in the same place they've been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar, 472-3532. That's 512 472 Two thirty-five, thirty-two, or check them out online mcbridesguns.com and uh yeah and beef steak sitting in with us this morning too good morning beef the beef oh yeah <laughs> welcome beef and oh, welcome uh, thank you for welcoming me ty, ty wire is the ranch hand that gets here on time gets here early gets the gate open make sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up Puts a few screws in the old screen door and foil on that coat hanger that gets the signal out to you. The regulators are trusted confidants and listeners. And thank you for being a part of the show with us every week. Thank us. Thank you for sharing us with your friends. Uh, it's amazing to us every week when we're going through our week, when we, bump into somebody that says oh yeah man i listen to you guys i was in the mountains of new mexico 
probably about as far away from anything that would be related to this podcast, this show. And uh, that's not true. I think half of Texas goes to the mountains of New Mexico or Colorado <laughs> during the summer at some point. But I ran into somebody and the conversation through through the conversation, somehow it came up that they were listeners to this show. And uh and then you they you asked weren't hiking me, you weren't hiking a trail and we're like, hey, hey, look, <laughs> hey, 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 I, I do an outdoor show it's I called recognize the outdoor your zone voice. in Texas. No you listen? No, that wasn't me. Oh, uh, but y'all, I did. Y'all don't do that. Uh, they I, did. I'll, uh, I'll stop doing it. <laughs> they did ask me. They said, "Now, who is Beef Steak?" <laughs> they wanted to know who the beef was. The mysterious. Of course, I said, voice. "Well, look it up online. It's Beef Steak the Outlaw. You can find out all the information you need." The notorious online. outlaw. Come on. That's right. So beefsteak beefsteak.org. You can donate to his uh <laughs> lawyer fund. No, I'm kidding. His and, cardiologist <laughs> yeah. for eating. Hey, hey, uh, I want to tell you something, TJ. I took your advice. Okay. I took your advice. This you week. did? Yeah. So Jeez. the vegan you survived? The vegan nephew boys are here. Oh, oh this is good. <laughs> so, Thinking about this yesterday on the tractor. Yeah, so three uh the you know the three boys from California which are have the vegan uh lifestyle. Their mom has uh I, I don't I'm not going to get into that whole part, but Uncle Beefsteak uh introduced them correctly to the way a morning should start and the first day they had bacon on the griddle, already ready to go when they came downstairs. So, and how did that? Ha- how did they handle that? They just walk over and go, "Man, that smells good." What is that? They just I hear, ooh, you know, About we got three a t- minutes later since they don't eat any meat. They're like, <laughs> "Oh god, no, oh no!" And then we Let got me in him. there, bro. Let me in there. So later in the day, we got him into uh, the venison sausage wrap oh so that's what we had in the afternoon all right so you get where i'm going here and then uh last night to top it off i um taught my 10 year old or eight year old nephew how to shoot archery because his mom won't let him touch a gun and if you can can well california vegan anyways mom won't let him touch a gun so it's like hey what's in what could we do archery so we're starting out and he loved it man he was a natural he uh you know the old uh quick beefsteak trude and tried method of getting kids you know on uh on the archery and with the oh uh, yeah 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 well i mean it's not really me i just developed a little bit of a spin-off from what where it's compacted into i think have what kids how they connect and how they communicate you know, we talk a little bit about Twinkies and, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're holding, when you're holding the bow and you got the grip right there, I said, just imagine that it's a Twinkie and you don't want to squeeze. The vegans have never held a Twinkie. <laughs> so I don't want, I said, you, you don't want to squeeze say, the, squeeze the good stuff out of the middle. So you want to hold it tomato. like. tomato. 
No, hey, tomato Twinkie is vegans. better, buddy. Oh, I see what you mean for the vegans. <laughs> so they got the full trip. They got bacon, they got venison sausage, and they got to experience uh, archery. And so, that's one day in. Yeah. Who that's knows what else is going to happen? <laughs> you have so you have you're doing the family reunion thing right now. Well, it's the other side of the family. It's okay, my I was going to say. I thought you just had a family this is reunion, reunion too. This why? Is, yeah. How do you do this, and why? I mean, like I get, I can go to like a family lunch. We went, and to, as long what? as there's like an end, end, ending time to that, then that's good. I'm, I'm. It's sufficient. It's like, <laughs> but you, they don't get to that. You don't, leave, they're not leaving. They're at his house. I know. 17 people <laughs> camped insane? out in his house. Are so, you insane? It was funny because uh, you could tell it took Cody a little bit of time yesterday. We were at the Winchester, Texas. Of course. Volunteer fire department, fish fry and live auction. And what do you uh, mean? It, it took me a little time yesterday. Well, you strolled in about an hour late and well, yeah, gave you 45 minutes to, but the point was, uh, anyway, Hey, well, no, I guess I didn't really notice anything weird about you. It was great. We had fried fish, all you could eat fried catfish. And, uh, we didn't buy anything in the auction though. That was you and I usually are kind of plotting and planning on something. Yeah, I'm kind of broke. But the, uh, it was, it's so funny at that little auction. It's like, and now we have a, uh, a strawberry, uh, a, uh, I don't know. Upside down cake made by Miss Patsy over there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can, can, and then they have a really good auctioneer, right? I mean, he's like the real deal. And uh, he's like, can I get a twenty-five? I don't know. No, not a twenty-five. That's one hundred twenty-five. And I mean, there are, there's probably two hundred of these items, and some of them are different. You know, an oil change, uh, whatever, a socket it, set, and a, yeah, whatever. Yeah, over at Joe's, right down the street. There, <laughs> you just pull up to his barn. He's gonna help you with that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can but I get a hundred dollars for that one? Hundred dollars, hundred dollars. Literally, but, you know, yeah. baked goods and you know stuff like well, that. Well, they had so they funny. had a lot of cool stuff. I mean, handmade stuff. They got some. <laughs> there, there was a silent auction item. You know how in your garage you have like baggies and you. Well, this may be. You guys may not be at this point yet, but where you put like knickknacks and baggies, <laughs> like screws and stuff like that, and you have like old knobs that you had that you never used that you thought for sure you were going to use for a cabinet or something. That's so glad. And there in the silent auction, there was like a, a box with a bunch of that stuff in there. <laughs> some guy, some old boy got it out of his garage. Said, I'm giving this to the auction. They need this. That sounds like something you would do, TJ. It is something yeah. I would do. And I, I, it's something I would probably buy. You're just mad because they thought about it and you didn't, and you had all that knickknack stuff, and you didn't get hey, it over uh, there. Shout out to Dave Hine in Wisconsin listening in to us. He said, uh, recovering from six six inches of rain last night. Uh, needs to run down the Mississippi Wisconsin. and get down here. That's not very nice of him. No, <laughs> not with our dry and... Wildfire. No. 78 here in uh, Central Texas right now. Lynchburg's got 75 degrees. Estes Park. I always keep Estes Park on my weather forecasting. 
It's 49 degrees, high going to be 68 there. Smithville here in Smithville, Texas, 78 right now, 101 today. Carson City, Carson City is 57. Uh, But the temperatures are going down, guys. Everything I'm seeing, the temperatures are going down. Ah, well, what else is going down is Sun Automotive. (laughs) It's the place to go. If you have any trouble with your car, everybody at some point needs a vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust. Uh, We are down with our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You know what? You can just go see them over at any of the locations, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week, sunautoservice.com. Got lots to talk about on the flip side. We're just getting started. It's the Outdoor Zone. Stick around. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLS Pro, Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back, Regulators. This year, deer shooting, flounder gigging, dog blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast to you live from the bunkhouse and podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Shout out to our favorite pastor driving to work, Joe Don Flack, out there. Shout out to you and all the rest of you pastors. That are trying to figure out, oh man, is this sermon going to work today or not? Uh, more Jeeps winning awards like 2020 Kelly Blue Book Best Resale Values. Start making summer memories in a new Jeep today during the Make This Summer event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. If you're looking for that perfect Jeep and can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell Supercenter have one built for you. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell Supercenter will sit down with you and build out the exact Jeep that best suits your needs. Build it, buy it, and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with a larger inventory, more options than anyone else in town at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Now, 62183 in Austin. See all the savings online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. So, <clears throat> iCast happened this past week. iCast is, for those that don't know, is the uh, retail. Um, it's, a, it's a fishing show, but it's not for the general public, right? So, You've got all of these fishing-related companies in every category, whether it's bass fishing, fly fishing, whatever, and uh, whatever capacity that they are involved in the fishing industry is is obviously how they connect 
podcast and uh, go to the iCast show and then showcase new products. And so you got bait companies, you got kayak companies, you have cooler companies, you have any anybody and everybody that's in the fishing industry uh, goes to the iCast show. Could, and could I and get then you in? Also, could I get in? You or, could get in as media. Yeah, uh, you could. But, uh, but then the 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 point of the show is to not only showcase new products that come out but also buyers uh from retailers Got and it. such are there and that's where those connections are made and uh the retailers get to see the products get to hear from industry professionals whether it be a bass fishing pro or a kayak pro or whatever uh about that new product and that's where a lot of the orders come from to order products to have in your local retailers whether it's academy or cabela's or bass pro shops or whatever tackle warehouse whatever those stores are so that's what icast is right it's a giant show for for the industry a lot of things come out at icast in the fishing world so if they're showcasing a new bait or any of those kind of things uh, I somewhat keep up with it throughout the week. So that happened last week. It's in Orlando, Florida. You, if you're in the fishing realm or world, you've seen that there's a lot of people in Orlando, Florida. Well, that's probably why uh, a lot of people in the fishing world are in Orlando, Florida. Uh, that's probably why is for ICAST. Um, I didn't see anything that like blew my mind and it seems like year after year after year, uh, usually that is the case. So not that something and usually what happens for me from all the products that I cast is something will come out that you didn't quite pick up on or see and didn't get the media press or, or, or you didn't understand it just from the way it was listed online and a, you know, how cool this could really come into play. So, um, but then they have categories and category winners and I, you know, I was looking through the list and it's like, yeah, a new filet knife. That's kind of, that's weird because I was going to say, cool. I was going to say a, uh, filet knife would be something that you would see that would come out and they would be pushing it to all the retailers and it yeah, the all award that kind of stuff, all that but stuff. It's, but it's not anything revolutionary. You know, it's not a, it was kind of a joke. It's been kind of a joke that the overused term in fishing right now is game changer, right? <laughs> oh, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. That's kind of the inside joke. And there's no real game changers. So maybe that word will die with, uh, with this year's well, that'd be I mean, a game changer. If it did, it did oh yeah. man, it would total game changer. So, uh, novelties and wellness, the Garmin Quotax seven smartwatch, Sapphire edition one, you know, oh, you like know that. what? I thought that whole thing with the watch on and tells you your heartbeat and your calcium levels. I thought that whole thing was done. I thought they had, oh, are you kidding? No, man. That's you can't buy a watch now. That's not smart a the smart watch, watch i have the watch i have has two little arms three little arms on it yeah just like beefs 
Yeah, he, yeah, that's right. I know all about it. I know. I, I got you that watch, so it's. Well, <laughs> and we taught your daughter how to read a an analog the gift that right? we gave my granddaughter. She can read a clock like that now. She can read a clock with arms on it. My daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the gift that Coco Grams gave her. And kids today can't read a clock. So if she's Coco Grams, are you Coco Puff? Is, is, oh. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> it That's is. super funny. <laughs> Okay, yeah. uh, sorry so, to interrupt no, the, the, I, I, the I, show. I, I have my grandkids all call me emperor. It's kind of oh. this funny little thing that mm. it's not funny, and it's not what they call him. Uh, <laughs> they they we have to call him Mister Grainy because you know um, you know that's just what he that's requires. Right. They Mr. always Grainy. stand both Hello, knees together Grainy. straight up, straight up. Arms behind your back, shoulders back. Here comes oh Mr. Grainy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Boating accessories. Uh, Gramps, by the way, for all those wondering. Gramps is his name. Um, oh, Gramps. Uh, I cast best of category winners again. Like nothing crazy. Uh, boating accessories, a for bill recharge deluxe aerator. Boats and watercraft. Now, now, hey, now that's an aerator. Is that an add-on or is that something you get built in? It's a Freebill Recharge Deluxe Aerator. Oh, so it's kind of goes in a five-gallon bucket, keep your shrimp alive. I don't. It's a deluxe, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, deluxe that'll bubbler. have to do better than that. That Supreme or whatever I got. Footwear. You'll like this, you know, because you were Crocs, real big into dude, some other kind of crock. No, it's an Aftco ankle deck boot. <laughs> oh, you mean was... my white shrimper boots have gone out of style? It's basically the same thing, actually. Uh, Only they're ankle high. Yeah, yeah, but they're short. That'll be good well, for that's your stupid your crop. because all they're trying to do is come off of Crocs. Now the patent for Crocs may it must have gone up, you know, expired. Uh, beef with no better than I, but everybody's got a croc now. Everybody's got some. You think that was a patent idea? I don't like crocs. Crocs? I don't like them. They're not as usable, I don't think, as getting like a nice water shoe. That's something that (laughs) slips on and you can go in the water. If you could see Beef's face right when he said that. It's not as I don't like them as much as like say a nice water shoe. Here's maybe the deal. In a beige or here's a the plum here's, color. Here's the truth though: a nice water shoe does not exist. There's no. There's nothing. There's no fully covering footwear that can get completely submerged in water or or even partially wet and feel okay. Uh, no. No feel, chance. Okay. I don't know. I got some sandals that got toes, c- closed toes, and uh, they're water resistant, waterproof, and they work Have really you know? well. So they get dunked in the water, and then you get out and you try walking in them for any period of time. And they're just slimy and. Yeah. No. So they have. Gross, wet, I noticed this infomercial nothing, now. Nothing works. There's an infomercial where they have this stone this big flat stone and you step out of your shower onto this stone 
and it absorbs the water. So you need some kind of carbon stone soul that sucks what it up. What is this rock? And where it would does it like, go? <laughs> it'll be like like the wooden shoes that the Dutch wear. <laughs> oh my gosh. People could hear you coming clock 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 clock. Oh, here comes that was the original Cody Ryan with his five bass limit. Cody Ryan coming you know, on stage with his I five guess those... bass limit. Clunk, 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 clunk. Those would be the uh, original, um, right? The Dutch shoes, the original yeah. Croc, right? Hey, it looks that's right. Like yeah, them. they have that Croc look to them. You're right. Yeah. Well, and then some some where, Dutch guy we... came to America and said, "Hmm, there's got to be a better way to make." A wooden shoe that doesn't weigh 17 pounds a piece. So, TJ, out of this I piece, mean, Cody, <laughs> lumber, Cody, Ryan. Wait, wait, this. everything's going to have to wait. I have to run over here and put my finger in this dam. The water is coming through oh a small my. hole. Okay. I don't get that part. <laughs> no, come on. The person that put their finger in the dike, you know, the, the little Dutch, Dutch boy little... put his finger in the dike to save. Okay. Sorry. And go back to ICAST because we have like, the train is off the track and going into Big the Grand time, Canyon man. I can't control what's going on here at all. Uh, so anyway, lots of categories like that. Interesting things that came out. I don't think anything that really caught my attention. Uh, amazingly, uh, uh, two, um, a double bent, like a, 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 uh, Yeti, but I don't think it's Yeti that made this one, but it's like a two, like it had two several sides? bins. Like two sides, like uh, separated down the middle, like a, sink. a couple sides. You mean like and a, then a fold out uh, table on it? What? You know, so you can like do fillets and then drop them in one. And it's kind of a cool, I mean, that that was kind of cool. Uh, hello, will you please send us that link? But yeah. it looks pretty heavy. We need a sample. That's, that's the Does it have wheels on it? <laughs> I think that's, uh, oh, I'm sure it has wheels. What cooler doesn't have wheels? Yeah, they all got big. wheels now. But anyway, that was kind of, that's kind of cool. But I mean, you can make that, you know, piece of plywood, couple hinges in your Yeti, oh you my. know, and you got, I got a table. Ziploc baggie with some hinges in it and some <laughs> extra screws. <laughs> you got it. You got it at a silent auction yesterday. I, yeah. I will tell you that soft side coolers are pretty cool for, uh, getting water on the boat or taking pretty it with cool. you. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. It's better than a hard cooler, I think, cause it takes up. I mean that space that you just you can move this, manipulate it, put it in the corner, shove it under a seat. It's pretty cool. That's what well, I I'll like. tell you. What else is pretty cool, guys? Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options—they can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altria Healthshare—they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs. For over 25 years, Altria Healthshare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Yeah, our friends over at Altria Healthshare, it's a care, it's a sharing ministry, and its members commit to a standard, uh, a statement of standard, which includes a healthy lifestyle. Eligible medical needs are shared from an escrow account. It's a brilliant idea. My family and I are covered with Altrua Healthshare. I carry the Altrua name as I travel across the country fishing, and I believe in Altrua Healthshare. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua Healthshare, where we care for one another. 
All right, coming up next is News of the Weird. And, hey, we're going to stay in this three-week theme of bears and weird <laughs> things yeah, with bears yeah, going on. No, it's another good one. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, on your favorite podcast platform at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the number one outdoor show on radio and uh, in Texas and the podcast. Uh, 247-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Share us with your friends. We appreciate you for being a listener. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. So today, I, I love this. Let me tell you what they got today on the menu. They have breakfast enchiladas, scrambled eggs, hot link sausage, onions, peppers, cheddar cheese, serrano, tomatillo sauce, sour cream, uh, pico de gallo, breakfast potatoes, or the Third Coast Benedict, fried green tomatoes, blue crab meat, avocado, pico de gallo. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Blue crab artichoke dip. Hey, that's at the the uh, Sunday brunch, Sunday jazz brunch at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Those guys are killing it over there. If you haven't been to Shore Raw Bar and Grill, you got to go see our friends uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder over at the shore, located at Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to ShoreATX.com for all the details. ShoreATX.com for all the details. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go get you some. Love me some Tomatilio. Now it's time for this news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Hey, uh, before we get into the news story here, uh, shout out to Earl Nottingham. He was a former photographer for Texas Parks and Wildlife, staff photographer, lead staff photographer. Now he's a freelancer for him, but uh, he's been down at Big Ben photo, uh, doing a photo uh, session or doing a photo uh, shoot. And um, he's capturing a bunch of bear and bear cubs, black Mm -hmm. bear and bear cubs at Big Ben. So shout out to the texas bears and uh we know that they're seeing a few of them in east texas again but it's just i I just i just think it's beautiful that those mountains down there have bear in them and if you've never been to big ben and you're in the state of texas shame on you you need you need to go to big ben yep you really really should and uh it's just an incredible um, place to visit that and if you ever want to just go hike a little mountain and try what that looks like uh, guadalupe peak is uh, out that direction too a little bit north and 
little bit of a drive, but the well high, worth the hike. highest peak in Texas. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful hike. The bear that returned to kill a woman after she scared it away showed rare predatory behavior. Here's the best way to avoid a bear attack. Um, well, we'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, the woman was killed last year in Montana in a rare grizzly bear attack that first when she after she first scared it away. A grizzly management specialist said the bear was likely returned to the camp because there was food. Properly securing your food, of course, is critical when you're in bear country. Leah Davis Loken, Loken, a 65-year-old cyclist from California, was killed July 21st, while uh, 2021, while camping in Ovan, Ovando, Montana, located east of Missoula. Locan was and a couple who was camping next to her woke up in the middle of the night by a bear near their tents after making loud noises and scaring away the bear locan removed food she had in her tent including packaged snacks food dried lentils <laughs> i'm sorry i, I had to laugh that. at that the dried ve- lentils the vegan and California put it inside thing. a nearby building before returning to her tent with a can of bear spray about an hour later the bear returned and mauled Loken to get to death. So Pier- her bear spray wasn't usable. <laughs> or she or was she asleep. Couldn't. Yeah. It's not normal bear behavior. Uh, she It says here, Lokan, however, had a substantial amount of food and scents at her campsite. In addition to the snack foods and dried lentils that she removed after the first encounter inside her tent. She also had old dried blueberry bags oh, that she like had repurposed to store toiletries. Oh. That's that old repurposed that old <laughs> bag there. And the bag still had the scent of blueberries, according to the report. Mm. And yep. they're thinking that because she had food in her tent, mm-hmm that uh the scent remained and of course that old blueberry repurposed blueberry bag uh a grizzly favorite or blueberries uh said here she also had a bike leaned up against a building about 10 feet from her tent inside the saddle bags of her bike she had beef jerky oh yeah she has beef jerky and lentils <laughs> I, I and she the- needs to make up her mind <laughs> The lentils uh, are light, but carry calories. That's why you would have it on a bike ride. <laughs> I, this, is what, thing. this is what brought him. I mean, think about it. There's beef jerky, and there's a baked potato wrapped in foil. In Crackers, her seeds. She had seeds, trail mix, granola bars, electrolyte drink powder, and tablets, and a baked potato wrapped in foil. First of all, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're joking around a little bit, but we also um, – we don't feel like a, a bear attack or anytime somebody gets hurt <clears throat> or killed, it's not, it's not about the humor part of it, but some of these mistakes are very, um, consistent. Well, they're, they're common with, and, uh, with a bear attack and they're, I mean, some of this stuff is just absolutely, it, it's the top three things it says to avoid a bear situation these are the top three things that you got to do. One is you put your food and you remove any food from the area. 
And it also talks in here about, you know, hey, don't, if you're cooking bacon or food, you don't pour the grease out on the ground by your tent. And, you know, there's just a whole bunch of real simple things that, and, and the other thing it talks about in this article is that bear, grizzly bear, black bear getting real comfortable with humans and human food and human trash and, I mean, there's there the the encounter the 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 chance that a bear is going to encounter a human is really good, and how that encounter goes down is how it's going to start um, understanding how it handles uh, humans. Well, the the tip said from the guy at the big conservatory bear committee said it's best to relocate to your car or uh, for the night or into a building if possible, rather than waiting around to risk it coming back. I thought that Two was things. interesting. Two things. One, I came up with perhaps the greatest invention of all time that I've, I've had this morning, a bear trap. Uh, it, it, it has to do with bears. What if, and I probably shouldn't even say this online. I probably should go straight to a patent attorney, but what <laughs> wait a minute. if, hold on, let me wait, let me, you got to write this down, write this down. No, I'm, this is actually, uh, recorded evidence, evidence of the time and place for which the idea, uh, was first, um, came to fruition. So this is legally binding. What if you had a headband stick with me and you could slide (laughs) bear sprays in the headband at different locations, depending on how you slept, you know, sometimes you sleep on the left side of your head. So you put one in the front, the back and the right side of these. So, Oh, Oh, I didn't explain it. So it's a headband that has these little cans, little holsters all the way around it. And you put bear spray in different locations. So if you can't get to the bear spray fast enough or you're asleep, but the bear tries to bite your head, it bites into a can of bear spray and blows it, you know, sprays out all over (laughs) the side of your head. You die. No, it's just bear spray. You don't no. ever have to worry about I think, the pain. I think there's a reason they have a great big illustration of you holding the can way away from you and shooting bear spray because and, and, it's well, violent. And, and you don't I want that in your own you, eyes. I just want to see you practice sleeping with four aerosol <laughs> cans taped to your no, head with duct see, tape. See, you only have three, depending on where you sleep. You rotate them around oh, your you head. Never, oh, you never turn your head. I'm, I'm going to invent a misting unit for bear spray and just have that set up All the way the around camp. your tent? Yeah. yeah oh, It'll that's be a like, a, like a sprinkler and it just goes... Tch, tch, no, like no, a, a uh, mister. Like, like a mister in those, like in a restaurant yeah. patio. And it is 742 on July 24th, 2000. 22 is when that idea first emerged. <laughs> hold on, hold on. All right. BearMister.com. Sorry, buddy. You want to do some business? Let me know. All right. Uh, yeah, like the dot com is going to keep you from doing business. I'll tell if you what. want to own the dot com. That's all I can tell you. If you want to own a GMC, go see our friends at Nile Maxwell GMC. If you can't find the SUV or truck you're looking for, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you. That's right. Our team at Nile Maxwell GMC will sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that suits your needs. You can select from the entire lineup of new GMCs, 
from any maker model check financing options and if you can't find exactly what you're looking for that's right they'll build it for you right there check them out niomaxwellgmc.com go visit our friends the professional grade experts who will take first class care of you they believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship not the end nile maxwell gmc exit 256 in round rock or check them out online nilemaxwellgmc.com see dealer for details because we are professional grade all right coming up next game warden field notes you don't want to miss it we're gonna go into some uh poacher activity where these outlaws got their due coming up next on the outdoor zone 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. Thank you for being tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. And thank you for sharing this podcast with all your friends Follow us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com, and uh, you can post your hunting, fishing, and news of the weird pictures at our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone Facebook page. Uh, Thank you for being a part of this show. Experience the value and community of banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Us uh, Bunkhouse Boys Bank over here at Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank at Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Cody sent a friend over there the other day. They got on the phone, called over there, had somebody on the phone they could talk to, walked all the way through The banking they were working on, they wanted to do with them. It was an amazing thing. He loved it, and uh, and that's what you get. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. You got to have that nowadays. You got to be able to take care of your money, move your money around, take care of your banking needs online, and you can do it at Keystone Bank. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, visit one of the locations in person, eleven thousand five hundred B Caves Road in West Austin. 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or the beautiful 900 Hutchins Avenues in Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to their website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank, for all their information. All right, now it's time for Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. First of all, I always want to say this, and I don't always say that, but first of all, I want to say the folks that we talk about 99% 99% of the time on the game warden field notes, these poachers, thieves, and outlaws are not who we are or who we 
encourage or the or the choices we encourage you to make as an outdoorsman and a new outdoors uh, outdoors person, the way you should train your kids, uh, raising them up redneck is not cool when it comes to the outdoors. Um, we've had this conversation over and over and over again, comes up around the campfire, um, around this table here in this old shack. We talk about it all the time. Do not raise your kids redneck. And there ain't nothing wrong with redneck. There ain't nothing wrong with redneck and there ain't nothing wrong with kids, but you don't go off and, uh, an Eastern Oregon couple has been sentenced to hunting offenses after shooting into a fleeing herd of elk and leaving five animals to rot. According to state fish and wildlife department officials, Kristen, Chris and Stephanie Lardy residents of Hines, Oregon, were sentenced last week to jail time, fines, and suspended hunting license for killing five elk, including two calves, two cows, and a spike bull, and leaving leaving them to decompose. Fish and wildlife officials said in a statement, two other cow elk were tagged and taken. Chris Lardy was convicted of taking a bull elk out of season and exceeding the bag limit of elk. Stephanie Lardy pleaded guilty to aiding counseling in a game violation um he also must write and publish an apology letter in the burns times herald as part of his sentence witnesses said that on december 11 2021 they saw the driver of the vehicle stop twice to fire dozens of shot into the fleeing herd an investigation showed the couple fired into the herd continued a short distance shot again then gutted and collected two cow elk before leaving the scene Officials said the case is frustrating to wildlife management and hunters, hunters and troopers. Officials said not only was it a disregard for wildlife, but also for the safety of others in the field. Fish and Wildlife Sergeant Eric Timko said. Do you remember the guy that we had on that was published uh, Fair Chase? And he told us about that survey. And this is something that I use in Hunter's Ed uh, for the for the boys and the girls that we teach. And it is that when they did a survey of the United States, 78, almost 80% of people out there don't mind hunting. They either understand it or accept it or realize it's just part of the United States. The problem is part of the world when you, you're right, but the Northern, you know, North American conservation thing is kind of, what's on what people point to but um the problem is is there's the opposite part of that and it when they did the same survey and they asked the people what do you think of hunters they uh, only had a 20 percent um agreement rate that you know hunters were good hunting 80 percent good hunters they had a bad impression or uh or or something you know only 20 percent of the people were well uh, if anything that gives you all that does is it tells you that people believe in the idea but people don't believe in people no what they found out was that they uh it's bad uh it's bad behavior 
like what we right. just talked about here. Or like in Hunter's Ed, they show a uh, uh, a guy with a Suburban and he has a big old uh, deer strapped on the top and blood's running down the side and he's going through the McDonald's drive-thru. And you're like, see, and that you were like, you were what's like, wrong with did that? I authorize you to use that picture? <laughs> and it's like, so <laughs> that's what they see hunters as. Hunting, well, in the day, not bad. Hunters. In the day, in the day, it was not uncommon to strap your deer to the front hood and drive through town. That was not uncommon. But no. today, and what they're talking about today, and what you're talking about, Beef, is how are we perceived today and the whole in-your-face dead deer is not the best way to be well, perceived because, by because, the public. Well, because we have a public that's very tender and soft in a lot of ways in comparison to how it was a uh, hundred years ago, 50 years ago, where 50 years ago to a hundred years ago, you had people that understood if you want meat in your freezer, this is how you get meat in your freezer today. I believe a lot of the population is, has that disconnect between how meat goes from the field to the table. Yeah, you should right. see you should see the kids in the hunters Ed class when I ask them who likes Chick Fil A, and I mean they all raise their hand because the moms take them to Chick Fil A, right? Because they think it's healthy and all that. I go, where do they get those chickens? Do you think chickens just walk into Chick Fil A and go, "Here I am, take me"? It's no. Someone has got to put that on the table, right? Whether- and fifty to a hundred years ago, somebody put that on their table by going outside and having that log with that ax next to it. And that's how they got their chickens and that's how it was done. But now you drive to H E B and you get it in a nice little wrap package that goes in the back of your car and you drive home and nobody sees it. Nobody knows it goes straight into your house. And there's a disconnect between where the food comes from and that understanding and i believe that's where the softness comes from when in reality there's a whole industry that's now has to be almost under wraps you know like we have to we have to hide how you get that meat and it's it's frustrating that a lot of people don't understand that in my mind but it's just it's the where we're at in society well i think it's how the message is delivered my grandma used to tell about how her and her sister were the ones that had to go out and like you said grab a chicken they had to grab it out of the hen house you know run around grab it by the neck then uh bring it back and they had a stump and a hatchet and chop chop the head off and that was kind of their job and you know you're introduce if you introduce it in the right way not scare tactics not oh this is terrible i know you have to do it but it's so it's so violent and horrible no this is how we put food on the table we're humans we're up here you know there's a food chain right and then they're doing something where they're providing for the family i think it just has to do with perspective and how it's introduced to to people even yeah. in hunting you well, got to have a positive forward looking uh conservation 
Um, we stand up for individual rights. We are, have good character. We leave it, you know, just all the stuff that we teach in Kids Outdoor Zone. Thank you, TJ, for uh, founding and, and mentoring us in that. Uh, but we get, to, we get an opportunity to take kids and introduce them correctly to what the outdoors should be like. And a positive well, and, view of and, uh, and if and and there's no better way to do that than on a piece of dirt. And if you own a piece of dirt, whether it's one acre or a hundred acres, you need to know about farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Our suppliers include the the, uh, leaders uh, in the industry, Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all trusted names in the industry. Hey, also, if if you have a hog problem, if you're in Texas and you're listening to this, you probably and you own a piece of dirt you probably got a hog problem just ask cody about his recent uh game cam pictures mm-hmm, that's right boar buster hog traps oh man i heard a story yesterday about a hog attacking some guys <laughs> i'll have to tell you about it boar buster hog traps they got them if you're looking for gear for that piece of dirt go to farmranchstore.com farmranchstore.com that's where the landowner goes to get the work done all right, we got a whole nother hour of the Outdoor Zone. On the flip side, we got your Peter Report, we got your Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. Plus, I want to tell you, I had a little heat problem this week with the heat, like a real health issue that I got to get off my chest. We'll talk about it on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Yeah.